Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hockey, yeah. yeah, my favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. All right, welcome into an emergency podcast episode. I think we're live here, too, if I am not mistaken. Breaking news, Zolgad and Declan Goff, it's Judd's Hockey Show. If you're not familiar, we appreciate you uh, tuning in to watch us. If you are, you are expecting us to do this show. After you heard the news that's been made official, the Minnesota Wild and Kirill Kaprizov have agreed to the contract. That was sitting, I think, on the table in front of Kirill for like the last two months. Was a, a five-year, forty-five million dollar deal. So it's five times nine. Kirill Kaprizov is uh, signed, sealed, and delivered now with the Wild reporting for the start of training camp on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, and then they're going to be on the ice on Thursday. Hell, they play an exhibition game on Saturday. Uh, but the most important piece of off-season business, which should have been done months ago, because Kirill Kaprizov had zero leverage and didn't get done uh now is complete Declan Goff and um Marco Rossi Matthew Boldy and this crop of young players who the wild is obviously very high on will now have the Calder Trophy winner from the 2021 season Kirill Kaprizov in training camp at some point soon probably not tomorrow but uh I guess I'm it at the same time, I, I'm perplexed why it took so long, and I guess I'm glad it got done. But uh, this is a definite win for the Wild to have held firm here and gotten five years because he wasn't going to do eight, and they weren't going to do three. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they said at some point in time, the Kaprizov camp said, what about four? And Bill Guerin, good for him, held firm. And I think got, I think he gives the player a very fair contract and keeps the player for a pretty good term. I agree. Uh, I, you knew you weren't going to get him for eight. You didn't want to settle with a three-year deal. The five-year contract, $9 million per. Um, I know that's only a 55-game regular season sample. Doesn't take any genius to realize how damn good he was in those 55 games to realize he's worth this money. It was worth the hype. He got drafted six years ago. Finally comes over here, and he automatically delivers. He makes you know Ryan Hartman look like the top center in the league for the most part in the regular season last year. You still are lacking that, but just his dynamic playmaking – and he is everything that you thought he was going to be. So a five-year contract worth $9 million per. Um, I'm absolutely okay with that. A uh, couple housekeeping things if you are discovering us for the first time. We are Judd's Hockey Show. That's Judd Zolget on the right. Uh, I'm Declan Goff, the executive producer here at Score North with Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. Uh, if you want, hit that subscribe button. We, we pump out daily wild conversations now that the preseason is basically here. Training camp uh, starts in about a little less than 48 hours from now. Uh, we bring you... Multiple, I don't know if it's not daily, two to three times a week, Minnesota Wild coverage. Judd and I uh, do a full show usually in the middle of the week. We do reaction after games. We sometimes do event line episode. 
we are Judd's Hockey Show. We're on right here on this YouTube channel, so hit that subscribe. Also, Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com, wherever you get your audio podcast. And one last thing, Judd Zolgad, two months ago, actually a month ago, not two, my math is bad, St. Cloud State, go Huskies, uh, in August said, five-year contract, $45 million. And some people may even said, oh, is someone listening to uh, the other Michael Russo podcast, oh, Mike, getting that Mike's information? A, Mike's oh, a good friend of ours. Michael, Michael Russo, number one. Friend of the show. I want yeah, to point that out. Ours. I do not want to. Two, mm-hmm. Judd Zolgad was doing his own investigative reporting as a former lead Vikings beat writer. And Judd, on Write That Down, also said this. So yeah. tomorrow in the accountability session, which we do, we on Mackie run? and Judd, that's a dinger. That's a dinger right there. So bravo, Judd Zolgad, Thank for you very absolutely much. nailing Thank you very uh, much. that contract. And this, but, this is what, but this goes back a month plus, and this is the offer that was there and, and the Wild was going to hold firm. Like, they were not going to back down. They were not going to back off. They were not going to give this guy three years. And and you know what? I think that they were very much at peace with the fact he wouldn't take eight years. But they weren't going to say, okay, well, half that and give you four. So this is the ideal contract. I think it's incredibly fair to both sides. And I'm with you, Dex. So Kirill's sample size of games is small. It's 55 games last year. They played... 56 and he he was held out of the last game against the blues and you know what the playoffs weren't impressive but he joins a long line of of young players who in their first playoff go round have not been great all of that being said i am still convinced this is the most talented player in franchise history um gabrick is second this guy is first and so i think that this this compensates him well and i don't think i never got the impression that this was truly a, a battle of financial wills. I think that, Dex, this was a battle of term. And, you know, when I'll go back to what I've said quite a bit. When Kirill didn't come here for, what, five years? Because he was drafted fifth round 2015. Mm-hmm. When he didn't come here for five years, which was his right. And by the way, because he didn't, when he showed up last year at age 24 and was fantastic, the KHL experience helped him but he forfeited the right to have leverage in this negotiation because he had no service time. And and good for Bill Guerin for drawing a line very much in the sand here and saying, okay, dude, you're really good. We really want you. We will compensate you very fairly, which they're going to. Um, but you're not going to, you're not going to sweet talk us in, into saying, well, here's a three-year contract to walk you into free agency and therefore, you know, go sign with the Kings or the Rangers. I don't know, but this is a, to me, this is a very good sign as far as how this team is being run now of, of you've got a star player. You're going to take care of said player, but you're not going to get pushed around by said player. And, um, We've certainly in recent times seen some wild executives who have had a different a different outcome, right? A different outcome of, oh boy, this guy's sort of controlling things. And the fan base was like, is that really good? Is that smart? This definitely to me indicates again that the people who are supposed to be in charge of certain things with this franchise now are, and that's a very different feeling compared to uh, what we had going back to Fletcher, not Fenton, because he he was here for, you know, half hour. But going back to the Fletcher tenure, this feels very different. People are being let go. People are being retained on sort of the team's terms as well. I like the message that's being sent here from the franchise. Absolutely. I kind of felt like uh, Bill Guerin was basically living Groundhog's Day for the last month and a half on every single radio, TV, 
or any medium appearance he did. He said these things take time. He said this is this will be patient, and the offer's basically essentially on the table, and we'll get this done. The framework of the deal is going to get done. Bill has hung out, uh, held out as a player before during his tenure, said it was a mistake, and he knew eventually Kirill Kaprizov was going to sign. I, I think mostly the majority, if uh, you want to make a pie chart of, of confusion, not pie chart of blame because this contract is signed, but pie chart of confusion of why this deal took so long, I would say it was probably 95% agent and 5% Kirill. Um, there's there's no way that Kirill did not have some type of say in, in the reason why this took so long. It's his money. Uh, it, it's his contract. It's his time to cash in. But for whatever reason, Ari Gold over there, his agent, uh, wanted some type of hardball and some type of long, drawn-out negotiation, and this took forever to get done. So, yeah, I think you put it mostly on the agent for it taking so long. Um, and now it's done. So I'm totally okay with this. And, yes, to your point about this new regime, uh, I think Bill Guerin is a pretty wise dude. Want to talk about friend of the show? He might be the best friend of the Judd's Hockey Show. He's been out with us numerous times, and he's going to be joining us in, in a few ti- days. We're tight I said Judd's Hockey Show. Of oh, Judd's okay. Hockey Show say, specifically. Score North. You know the family involves. Yeah, we got in the family. We got Gerson. It we is. got Billy Guerin. Exactly. Yeah. Derek Falvey used to be in the family. I, I'm not I, sure he still is. I try to be the Tom Hagen of this group, orchestrating all these friends of the show, and it's uh, it's, it's pretty difficult. Oh, you're to doing do. a good job. Yep. Uh, but but I, I I trust Bill Guerin. Yes, I do think the right people are in place here. Dean Evison is is a solid coach. Um, yeah, you're still lacking a center. You know, that's still obvious. And Marco Rossi could be it. I know you're at the prospect showcase on Friday. Yeah, we can talk I, about that in a second. Yep. And I know you, we can probably mention that a little bit here. Um, and you're back in the central division. You're not in that uh, weird discover card division that it was last season with the California team. So this won't be exactly the same type of path it was where you were the second or third team to clinch a playoff spot like you were last season. I don't envision that happening. That being said, this is great news. Um, it's still going to take another week for him to basically get over here, he's going to have to quarantine. He has to make sure uh, he has one of the CDC-approved vaccines. That's what I was going to ask you. What what vaccine so th- there's, does he have at this point? Because there's, there's a been, Russian one that doesn't count. Yeah, th- there, there's been speculation, I believe, from our friend Michael Russo that uh, that he has I, I, one of the Russian ones that is slipping my name, but not the Pfizer or Moderna. And okay. that, and he might not. He might end up having the Pfizer or Moderna, but the Wild are 100% vaccinated. At least that's what it was the word the other day, the NHL, surprisingly, Judd, has something right, and it is vaccinations. Um, so he will have to vaccinate. He'll have to quarantine. He probably won't hit the ice. What is it, September 21st? He's not going to hit the ice any time in the month of September. I can probably tell you that much, at least with other with his teammates. Um, so there's still a process here, but the good news is, is he's signed, and uh, we don't have to worry about another holdout any longer than we should have. Yes, and this also now turns the page to talk about where this team is going. And while you are right, and while they didn't make a trade or sign a veteran center, I will tell you this, Declan Goff, in going to the Blackhawks wild prospect game on Friday night and seeing the Boldy Rossi combination play on, on the same line, I think Beckman was the other, the, oh, yeah. w- the other wing, excuse yep. me, with Rossi and Boldy. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Marco Rossi and Boldy, in my opinion, are going to make this team. They're going to be on the opening night roster. And the only question I have is, is there a chance Kaprizov is with Rossi? Uh, I think he might start the year with with Erickson Eck. Um, but Marco Rossi is going to be given every opportunity to make this team and to play. And he is not going to play fourth line. That's been made very clear. He's yep. going to he's going to be he's going to be a top probably six guy, uh, but certainly top nine. He's going to, to play extensively, and 
Matthew Boldy, to me, on uh, Friday night at least, was the best player on the ice. He was the best player out there. He's going to make this team. He's going to make an impact. And I am not going to be surprised if in what is a loaded rookie class, he is a Calder contender. He was he was that good. He That's looks awesome. that prepared to play. Um, and again, I'll go back to the same things that we talked about back in the day with Charlie Coyle and more recently with Jordan Greenway. And Greenway could come closer, I think, to paying this off than Coyle certainly did in a wild sweater. Uh, but Boldy brings a lot of the attributes that you say power forward slash a guy that could eventually play center. So I think you should be very excited about what this team has as far as, as its youth. I think it finally has some players uh, beginning with Kaprizov in 2021 who are going to impress you. Absolutely. And even as Jacob Humphreys points out in our YouTube comment section, I have, I have another comment to get to here in just a little bit, Judd, on the update of the Kaprizov news. But he says the Kaprizov-Fiala-Rossi line at some point sounds damn good this season. Um, you know, last year during the shortened season, you, it was, I think it was mostly me, um, you and I were discussing a lot of, hey, put these two on the same line, that being Kaprizov and Fiala. You don't have a lot of firepower, put it all out there on the same line. And they dabbled with that a little bit. Um, not as much as I would have liked them to see. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind them spreading out the wealth, but if sometimes you got to go top-heavy. So there could be situations during games where you do see Rossi, Fiala, and Kaprizov on the same line, and Wild fans uh, should be very, very excited about that. By the way, Judd, it, it sounds like uh, Kuro Kaprizov is in North America. Both Michael Russo and Dave Minsitani of the Pioneer Press have reported he's in North America, so it sounds like he'll actually be able to get here to Minneapolis okay. um, within, the, within maybe even by tomorrow. Uh, but then he still will have to do some type of isolations. I think he can do some type of drills if he is indeed vaccinated, but he still has to do the quarantine, or he might have already got the quarantine of North America part out where he had well, to he sit came here for here, seven days. Unbeknownst to us. So that, that to me, kind of tells, like, Kaprizov knew about a week ago that, all right, I'm just going to get over here, and by the time I'm done with this quarantine, right. he called up the agent and or, hell, maybe he called up Garen himself and just said, all right, yeah, I signed this, signed this deal. I, I I know what it is. Sign well, he the had deal, control stop of it. going through him. Yeah, but I mean, he he had complete control the entire time, and I don't know what the agent told him he was going to get, but it clearly was a, a promise that you know we were saying a month ago. You're not going to get what you think. Like it's not going. The the wild has no incentive to cave here, and so Kaprizov at some point pr- probably said, "I played 55 games. I'm really really good, but I'm going to have to go back there and play. And and what am I going to do? Not play." That's the thing is his options were very simple. You play for the wild or you play in a beer league and that's it. So, yeah. So he, he at some point certainly almost certainly had had to call the agent and say, get this done, get something done. But yeah, that it's going to be. So if he's in North America, he's probably going to be in the camp uh, tomorrow. And then if he's vaccinated properly, on the ice next week or so. So yeah, no, this is absolutely, this is absolutely a win in every way. If, if you're a wild fan, this is great news. This is fantastic because we didn't know exactly how long this was going to take. It certainly appeared as of this morning, partially because we didn't know Kirill Kaprizov's whereabouts. Uh, it certainly looked like this might take some time to get done. So yes, if you are Bill Guerin, you are popping champagne right now. You are very, very pleased. Uh, and yeah, we, the nice thing now, Judd's Hockey Show can focus on line combinations. Yes, it can, one of it our can fo- favorite topics. It can, it can focus on who's going <laughs> to play with whom and what are they going to do and who's going to make this team and who's going to be on the third line and the fourth line um, instead of, you know, 
a star player who's not playing. And as as sports fans in this state too, as Minnesota sports fans, we need this. I mean, we just saw a guy miss a bleeping field goal. The, yeah. twi- the Twins are terrible. Uh, the Wolves have made the playoffs, I think it's once in like 18 years. And Kirill Kaprizov was about to not be a training camp. Give me a break. We needed some good news, and we finally got this. And now we, we can talk about uh, the possibility of Kaprizov with Erickson Eck or with Rossi, Boldy with Rossi. There's a lot of things to like here. I'm not saying that this team is going to make a, a run at a Stanley Cup. And you're right. The division's going to be tougher. They're going to be in more of a predicament where, where you know, you're not a shoe in to make the playoffs. But all of that being said, I think when – the more I watched on Friday night and saw the young core players who were coming up, I thought to myself, they've got a chance here to be, they've got a chance to to replace some of the older players with some really nice young, and probably most importantly, outside of Kaprizov, cheap talent. Not cheap as in bad, but Rossi's contract, reasonable. Mm-hmm. Baldy's contract, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so this is going to cap-wise, at least with those players, set you up to probably get very favorable results for the price that you're ultimately paying for them, at least for the now. No, absolutely. And and that's that's how the Wild are going to have to build out their well, roster with, with the dead cap hits. Uh, yeah, Craig is Craig uh, Forsberg here uh, says on uh, our YouTube comments, let's not forget about the magic Zuccarello and Kaprizov had last year. Yes, those two were damn good. No, that's what we're saying. If you find the number one center or if Marco Rossi's it, well, my God, let's go. Roll Tide. I'm ready to watch the It's Eric Eck. And it probably might be Eck. It's, it's going to so. be Eck. So it's I can see out. that I can see that as well. Uh, yeah, it's it's still going to be more difficult to build out a full roster in free agency now that these dead cap hits will will come into play in years two, three, and four of the Parise and Suter buyouts. I believe I saw, which has been like the worst kept secret in the world, that Jack Eichel, um, or no, excuse me, not Jack Eichel, Zach Parise has signed with the New York Islanders. So that yeah. that's basically official now. Suter goes down to Dallas strictly so he can play the Wild five times a year. And that pie chart, that's 100% the reason why he, he wants to back. Dallas. He, he, he wants, wants his revenge. He's a vengeful dude, so I, I'm he not surprised by that. The, but, the former GM got fired and wants his revenge. And Rossi and Boldy, though, being cost-effective guys, they will, their next bridge deals will also, no matter how really, I mean, unless they're both as good as Kirill Kaprizov, their next bridge deals are basically still going to be very affordable contracts. That's how you build out this roster right now. Um, you have to rely on those prospects. I, I've been vocal to you that I just think you, you have to be so careful of what prospects can do immediately, and you have to have a little bit of tepid expectations that they're not going to step in and be Kirill Kaprizov's right away the second mm-hmm. they hit the ice. Kirill Kaprizov was 23 when he took the ice, right? Marco Rossi is 20 years old and hasn't played in a regulation full hockey game in a year. Matthew Boldy is coming off a a successful college career, uh, but still has yet to play in an NHL regular season game. So we we need to have tepid expectation with those guys, but they need to have immediate contributions from them if the Wild are indeed going to make a run to the Stanley Cup. I will say this right now after watching him play on Friday, and I understand it, that he was playing against prospects as well. But I will I will tell you, Declan Goff, to write this down. It's a little bit difficult to, but I will tell you to. Um, in my opinion, Matthew Boldy is far more Alex Tuck than Charlie Coyle. He's more Tuck. He's got he's got more fire. Uh, he's got more game. Coyle always had the promise, I felt but didn't fully deliver. And part of it was because I still to this day don't like the fact that he was a center for three weeks and then he was a wing. Um, 
I think Boldy's going to play wing. And I think when I watch him play, I see more tuck there. So that's the one good, good thing. And look, nobody's going to be in 2021-22 Kaprizov, okay? I totally get that. That's not realistic. It's not going to happen. These guys don't have the same skill set or the same game. And again, I'll go back to what I keep saying is I think Kirill Kaprizov's the most talented player in the 20-plus year history now of this franchise. So I'm not trying to compare him to Kaprizov, but I am saying in Boldy, I see a player who is far more of, of what Tuck has become than what Coyle didn't become and charlie Coyle now in boston is a very serviceable nice player but he never delivered on the true promise right the consistency and and all of that i think boldy has that rossi really intrigues me because he's got a really interesting skill set and i don't know uh i don't know how immediate the impact is going to be but when you watch him play it is it's enticing and there's there are things i can see why the wild has some hope that he's going to make the opening night roster and contribute. Not again, not Kaprizov contribute, but contribute. So I'm very, very intrigued uh, by what we're going to see. And I do think that as, as this team now officially turns the page on the Parisi and Suter eras decks, um, we are going to get a product that's going to be much more, it's going to be much easier to put our arms around and embrace it, if that makes sense. Absolutely, I I'm, I'm excited to watch this this next era of, of wild players. Um, you know, it, they they took a shot from the Parisi Suter era, that being the 20 you know 12 to 2017 18 era. You only had two first round playoff wins. Look, it was nice making the playoffs a whole bunch, but uh, you didn't really have much playoff success. Um, last season, you took a very good Vegas Golden Knights team to seven games. I mean. Look, the Wild wanted to match up with Vegas, and it looked like they were going to be dead in the water down 3-1. They rallied, and they forced a Game 7. But at the same time, it was an interesting spot for them. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, so Kirill Kaprizov, five years times nine. It's a fair contract. It's a contract that probably could have been done weeks ago, but that's fine. It gets done on the eve of the Wild reporting for training camp. They report and do their... uh, do their off-ice work tomorrow. They will take the ice on Thursday. And as I talked about, they will play actually an exhibition game in St. Louis, I believe, on Saturday. Final thoughts, Dex? Final thoughts is I'm I'm excited that the Minnesota Wild got this guy done, man. That's what I'm most excited about. I'm excited that we get to deal with this. So we have to, Or we don't have to deal with this anymore. And now we get to talk about our favorite thing, line combinations. So I'm excited, dude. I got a note from a guy here on Twitter um, that says the second coming of the Parisi and Suter contracts. He's played one year in the National Hockey League, sophomore slump. Anyone? I look. He might slump at times, but I I don't see it. I I think Kirill Kaprizov's a player. I think he's a very good player. Yeah. And look, Parisi and Suter when they signed here were good. I'm not saying that that they weren't good. Zach's play has declined because Zach is pretty much fried now. Suter's play, I think in the wild's mind is beginning to decline big time. And there's a chance that, that we see that this season in Dallas, but um, I don't have a lot of fear here. I think this contract's very fair. I think this contract's very smart for both sides. Um, and this is not a contract and I might be wrong Dex, but this is not a contract that I, that I think anyone is going to regret. And as all the notes say, um, absolutely. Cheers. You're surly furious tonight. Cheers. your surlies. Uh, because this is, if you're a Minnesota Wild fan, this is a good evening for you. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited that this is all done. All right. Let's uh, let's go now and be back tomorrow for uh, Mackie and Judd, Purple 
daily. And I, I'm feeling we might also have another Judd's Hockey Show doing yeah. some work on that just around the corner. Appreciate all of you who watched us live or tune in uh, for the eventual podcast. I'm Judd. He's Declan. Pass, shoot, score. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.